gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Well, I'm fully reclined, uh, Kurtz and Kay. Wow, we're Steffi. I can just see the top of your head. You're leant all the way back. Yeah, well, I'm Tony Kemp's chair and just reclines too far. Can you just speak up a little bit there, Steffi? Sorry. I'm in Tony Kemp's chair and it reclines <laughs> too far. <laughs> it does. Uncle does love a lie down. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, Steffi, I'll take you through what's making news Please. before we crack on with some real news from the main man, Johnny Mac. Please. Mihailo Tolotos. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the legend of uh, Mihailo? He's just, uh, there's a story that's come out and he's uh, an urban myth. Do oh. I don't know why. He was the world dominoes champ, but you tell me what the latest story is. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. So there's another fella here who lived, who lived uh, a full life up to the age of 82, mm. never laid his eyes on a single woman. Ever. Ever, ever. So, uh, Tolosos, he was born in 1856, so I doubt that this is the Domino's champion. Oh, it could be, actually. Domino's has been around since the 14th century. Was that your sporting moment? You wish, you wish you could go to Mihailo Tolosos' uh, 19, oh, 1857 Domino's final. Uh, he was. He lived in um, Greece on a special mountain that doesn't have a name for yet. They're calling it Mount Athos at the minute. Uh, and it's just been rediscovered where he used to live. And so he was raised around Orthodox monks, and they never told him about the woman. Wow. And so he, once he was in his early 70s, uh, a dear friend came to visit him to explain the concept that he'd been married. <laughs> uh, it was such a shock that Mihailo fell ill. And uh, unfortunately, uh, only lived to the age of 82 after hearing about his first woman. So imagine going through your life and you... Just thinking, everyone's a man. Well, he never left uh, the the mountain, and so it was just him and his uh, monk peers around him, his whole 82 years of life. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. There was a, the, the top comment uh, on that story was, he lived a peaceful life. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend whose grandmother lived in Turangi. Yes. Had never been further south than Waiuru and never further north than Taupo. And she was 70-something. Part of me likes that, you know? It's mm. like, it's just, you're true to your area. Like, why would I leave? I've got everything I need here. Yeah, well, really you've got the Takanu Hot Pools, you've got the Z service station, good little bakery you if you to go off later on. Yeah. Love it. There you go. Uh, there has been uh, a little morgue incident in China. In 2014, uh, Zhu Kongulu was confirmed dead. Staffy, please don't, man. I tried my best. It was confirmed dead following a car accident. Mm. He was then uh, cremated. Uh, family and friends identified the body, uh, thinking it was him. The damage was so bad. That was in 2014. They've just found him. He's reappeared. He's reappeared. And uh, he's been writing letters to the family uh, for since 2014. He just had no idea where to send them because he had... Uh, uh, severe memory, yeah, amnesia from the incident. Now the Chinese authorities are in a little bit of trouble trying to figure out who was cremated. Oh, it's a bit of a dodgy story. So he was cremated. Yeah. But it wasn't him. He's reappeared. Uh, his grandson was actually going to get an apple juice in a village uh, 20 kilometres, yes, 20 kilometres from where uh, he was raised. And he said to this um, fellow on the side of the street, You look like my granddad. And so he said his name and the guy's face lit up and he came and took this kid in and showed him all these notes that he'd been writing to his family for years, being like, hey, I'm 
still alive. I just don't know where I am. <laughs> he was 20 kilometres away in a nearby village. So wow. I just thought that a bit of a slow day. Stabby to be fair. That's an interesting day. A British woman living in Australia had a reality check. So two weeks ago, she posted on Facebook, give anyone $20 to come remove this large insect from my house. And it was a very large stick bug. You know, Australia had the base. She's back on the same Facebook page uh, this week. She's offering $50 for someone to come and remove a spider from her house. Only an hour later, a snake. So it's $100 if you can come and take the snake and a spider away from this British lady's home who's lived in Australia for two months. Uh, she's in the Sydney eastern suburbs, and according to the Daily Mail, the woman has posted on Facebook three times since arriving, all offering money to take out a pet or insect from her house. Wow. It's a bit of bad luck, isn't it? Imagine, Jan, we're going to start a good life over here in wonderful, sunny Australia. Day one, you got a snake. No, you get a no, stick insect. Yeah, you get a stick insect. Then you Week go spider, later, then spider, you go snake. snake. I was staying at a resort in Australia once, and there was a snake up in the uh, the outside dining area off the off the restaurant, sort of like a deck but with a roof. Mm. And there was a snake coiled up in the corner, and I saw it, and I just about soiled myself. And they're just going, "No, no, that's where he lives. All good." And he's just looking down around at everyone eating, and I'm like, "Can they leap?" You know, because I, I felt like I was a leaping distance off snake. We've got a spider that lives in my room. I know it's not a snake, but we've got a spider that lives in my room. I leave him. My partner absolutely hates him, but I swear to you, he gets every single mosquito that comes into my room. Very peaceful guy. He just what stays in the corner. What sort of spider? Oh, oh, I'll find that out for you. That can be my fact of the week. <laughs> Steph, do you want a quick fact of the day before we jump out? Race car. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to give you that one three days in a row. Competitive art. Used yep. to be an Olympic sport. Mm. Now, I might start a uh, petition for Mark Stafford's Olympic hopes and dreams. I believe you could win gold at the Olympics, Staffy. From 1912 to 1948, the international sporting events awarded medals for music, painting, sculptures, and architecture. Shame it didn't catch on. Mark Stafford could have had himself a gold. Well, we need to start that lobby up. Change.org.nz. Get a petition going. There we go. Patreon. Send staff to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have one more break before the news.